This is the Upside Down Podcast, where we discuss the happenings of our coffee shop, art gallery, and community space in Westwood Village. I'm Kyle, the manager of Upside Down and your host for this podcast. Here we discuss coffee, art, and our vision for community behind it all. If you want to learn more, check out our website at UpsideDown.com. Follow us on Instagram at UpsideDown underscore LA. Or our preferred method, visit us at our cafe. We're glad you're here and enjoy the show. Hey everyone, this is Isaac, the director of Upside Down, and today we have a really special episode for you where we're dropping you into the middle of a live recording of our most recent art exhibition called Peace Be Still. And at opening night, I had the privilege of interviewing four of the artists who are part of this exhibition and hear how they utilize artwork as a method to grapple with anxiety, some of the reflections on their pieces. And now we have the benefit of listening to it on a podcast. So I hope you enjoy. Great. Uh, well, welcome. We're so glad that you have chosen to spend your Saturday evening with us. My name is Isaac, and I direct this space called Upside Down. Um, it is your, if it's your first time here, just want to welcome you. Um, I also serve as the branch leader of Jews for Jesus, which is the owner-operator of Upside Down. Um, we built this space back in 2019 because we wanted to serve this community uh, this area of Westwood Village, uh, UCLA, um, and that's why most of our events are free to the public and why our cafe, uh, which is open Monday through Friday, operates by donation. Um, so if you're here Monday through Friday, this is a cafe space. Um, if you haven't noticed, spaces that are uh, owned and operated by religious groups are typically not open to the public, um, and we kind of wanted to change that narrative. Um, so we'll never kind of force our agenda on you, but we're happy to answer any questions that you might have. So you can find me or any one of our staff while you're here. But our goal tonight is to create space for conversation through amazing art. And we had the privilege of planning this art show uh, and had a hand in it along with Biola University. Uh, and a, f a couple of people that I want to acknowledge are the primary people who helped put this show on uh, tonight are... Murray Decker and Jeff Rao, uh, right over there by the coffee bar. This show would not happen without them uh, instigating it and working with us to do it. Um, and we also have a good number of the artists with us here this evening. So if, let's do it this way. If you are an artist, would you mind like stepping towards the middle and raising your hand so we can clap for you? Keep going, raise your hand over there. Wonderful. Um, we are so thankful to have your beautiful work in this show. The show is called Peace Be Still. It is specifically artists grappling with and reflecting on a struggle with anxiety. And I know that that's the current epidemic that our culture is facing. It is especially prevalent in um, colleges, which is why we thought about talking about it here at uh, UCLA Right across the street from UCLA, we know that most of the people who come in here uh, Monday through Friday and on the weekends are students, and it's an especially prescient topic. So this evening, in light of that, I've asked a few of the artists if they wouldn't mind stepping forward to be on a panel 
where uh, I'm going to ask them just a few questions if they could uh, talk about the meaning behind their artwork and share some of their thoughts with us. So if you are on the panel this evening, would you come forward and take a seat? Let's give them a round of applause. Why don't we go uh, this way and you can introduce yourself and your artwork. Hi, I'm Jonathan uh, Pulse, and uh, my paintings, well, painting is back there, and the big thing on the wall there, um, and then the little drawing next to it on the wall. So I teach drawing and painting and art history at Biola, and uh, was glad to support the, the project uh, as well, and thanks to Murray and Jeff and Isaac and Amanda for all your work on all of this. Um, I guess I could just talk a little bit about the, those things specifically. Um, the big painting is the last of a group of paintings that I've been doing that have lots of uh, figures in them. Those, the people are in them are all, and the places actually, are all taken from their friends, family. They're all taken from my sketchbooks. Uh, I do have a daily, uh, weekly, you know, ongoing practice of uh, observational drawing and painting. And, and so the sketchbooks sort of build up lots of uh, images of people and places and stuff uh, from my everyday environment. And so that's the last of a, in the cycle of seven paintings. Uh, each of them has day in the title. Uh, so I decided to do seven of them, like a week's worth of paintings. And uh, they were kind of a celebration of ordinary life for the most part. But of course, as I reflected on you know, the, uh, uh, the meaning of the week, uh, again, being a, a Christian, uh, I, I, I think about those rhythms that God instituted in Genesis and the way that he created for six days and on the seventh he rested, uh, and that where we get the Sabbath, right? And human beings are made right before the, the Sabbath, and so we're actually made for the enjoyment of God's rest. And what that also means in Genesis, I think, too, is that, that um, it's a wonderful image of God's presence resting in the earth that he's given with uh, the people that he has made. And so rather than God having to cease work as though he retired, it's, it's a way of his presence actually inhabiting and resting. And so as I've made, you know, paintings about stuff that was just around me, I, I am always asking, you know, what, what sort of presence is here? And and trying also to be present to it myself. Um, and so, yeah, the, that, that painting is called Sabbath Day. It's the seventh and um, probably the last one in that group. Uh, and then I did a little, uh, we have a little drawing there and that's um, just a drawing of my hands. Uh, talk about anxiety. This past summer I was, had all kinds of big plans and uh, for large paintings I was going to work on and they all got foiled um, one way or another because being an artist, sometimes your plans get foiled. Um, being a human being, often your plans get foiled. So I, uh, rather than, well, I, I did pout. I'll say that. I did pout about that and, and probably for a while. And then uh, pulled myself together. So, well, what can I do? I, I, I you know, I, I have a little, little space to draw in my garage. And so I would just go down there and, and I didn't have much to draw except my hands I always have with me. So... I just started drawing my hands. So trying to draw my left hand with my right hand and my right hand with my left hand. And, and um, just to, to think about, 
because I'm old, so you guys are not, um, uh, thinking about in midlife, like, I'm still here and still making art. And uh, what's going on here? And drawing is, is often a way for me to settle myself and feel like I'm making, you know, kind of progress in life. Uh, and it's in some ways sort of antidote to anxiety, you know. Um, Great. Uh, too, but yeah. Jana? Do you want me to share about my work right now, too? Or just sure, you can. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Okay. Um, I'm Jana. I made the poems that are on the two poles right here. Um, and the book is over there on that shelf. Um, all the poems that are on the poles are in that book. So, um, yeah, I started that project back in October 2020. Um, kind of, well, I... I started it as because I wanted to get into a creative practice of writing poetry, um, but it was also kind of just a way to process all that had been going on that year. Um, and uh, yeah, so I started writing the poems. Um, the, it's very directly the project is very directly tied to 2020 um, because I used um, all the poems contain words that are pulled from my journals from 2020. Um, and yeah, the process uh, of how I did that, I won't go into that now, but <laughs> if you wanna learn more about it, it's in the, the introduction of the book, explains like what my process was, if you're curious. Um, but um, so I, I kind of just started in January 2020 journals and worked my, it just made sense to just keep going and work my way through the year. Um, and. So I ended up writing a total of 91 uh, poems. Um, wow. And the last one was, I, the last one I wrote in January last year, I think, I wanna say, um, maybe February, something like that. Um, so it was a, a pretty long-term project. Um, it's probably the longest project I've ever worked on. Um, and yeah, so I did that and then by the time I was wrapping up writing all the poems, I, uh, it just kind of made sense to put them into a book. So I picked the best ones, because not all of them were good. Some of them were <laughs> awful. <laughs> um, so yeah, the best ones are in the book. Um, and yeah, it was, um, yeah it, it was interesting as I was writing the poems. Um, they were um, kind of a way to process what happened in 2020. So like some of the poems are kind of um, directly tied to events that were happening um, at the time of that section of journal entries. Um, but then sometimes it was connected to what was happening like currently when I was writing the poem. Um, and it was, and sometimes they kind of like overlapped. So that was really interesting um, how, uh, yeah, just a, the, the context and like what was going on hmm. at the time um, often overlapped with what I was uh, feeling and experiencing in 2020. Um, and yeah, I'm a photographer as well. And so all the photos are my photos as well. Um, a lot of people have asked me if I shot the photos for the book, but they're actually, um, none of them were shot specifically for the book. They're, I just kind of pulled them, well, except one. There's one <laughs> that I shot specifically for this project. Um, but they were mostly just pulled from uh, my collection from over the years. Um, and yeah, the one thing I did intentionally um, do when choosing the photos um, is that I, um, 
uh, intentionally picked photos that are like more close up and like um, I guess like cropped in and um, views that you would see just like from a, a normal human perspective, like when you're walking around, um, as opposed to like a really wide angle shot, um, like a landscape um, or something that uh, is shot looking down from a high vantage point where you can see a lot of things. Um, and the reason I did that um, is um, just to kind of like visually echo the experience of struggle and suffering. Um, like uh, when you're when you're in the middle of suffering, it's very hard and sometimes feels impossible to look around and like remember that the world is bigger than like what's right in front of you. Um, and uh, to be able to like um, remember that a world exists outside of what you can see and um, that what you're experiencing won't last forever. Um, so that's what I was thinking of when I chose the photos for this uh, project. Um, they're all shot um, like close, close, uh, narrow focus, um, close up, um, very human point of view uh, for the photos. So, anyways. Great. Eden. Yeah, thank you so much for sharing. Um, my name's Eden. Um, my piece is late at night praying in my room um, over in that corner. Um, I graduated from Biola in May, so I'm fresh out. Um, thank you. Graduated with uh, intercultural studies and then I minored in art. Um, but yeah, about the piece. Um, it's funny, I'm staring right into the camera. Can you actually, thank you so much. It just, it, it just, it helps when I can see it and then I can talk about it, you know what I'm saying? Thank you. Yeah, um, so I made this piece in response to this uh, this exhibition. Um, so it wasn't something that existed beforehand. Um, and I, I remember actually being in a group of people who were tossing around the name for, for what this should be called and talking to Murray about it. And I remember kind of wanting it to be, quotation, peace be blank. Um, because I felt a lot of resistance to the directive, peace be still. Um, it made me kind of angry, to be honest. Um, as someone who carries anxiety, the thought of being still with your thoughts feels like a big ask. Um, and so I wanted to explore that in the piece and kind of be like, why am I resisting this? I profess faith in, in the Prince of Peace, um, so why does that feel uncomfortable? Um, and so this was just kind of me Post-grad, I had just come back from, from North Africa on an internship, and so I was, my world felt really big, and I was overseas, and then I was in an apartment with my mom, <laughs> in, in a room that was tiny, and I was like, okay, like, I'm here, and um, I'm not a student anymore, and um, feelings of anxiety can feel very entrapping to me, um, and so I wanted to be present to that. And I, John, I really loved what you said about the idea of um, God's rest being something that's present among us and not like, you know, he just is retiring, but let's sit and see how that presence manifests. Because I feel like this piece was really me trying to be present with my body. Um, and so I referenced my body. And I also love what you said about the lens being close up, because that's 
also what I was trying to capture of zooming in and being like, okay, like I am here in a reflective space with me. <laughs> um, and there's no escaping that. So um, yeah, that's kind of what led to this idea of prayer and how I, I kind of just wanted to make this image of prayer being something that isn't always very still and meditative and like I'm on by my bedside on my knees and like with a light smile on my face. It's, it's, <laughs> it's tense um, and it's, it's, it's a wrestling for me. Um, and so I wanted to mirror some, some theological concepts within the Christian faith that I wrestle with, um, which led to my choice of medium. This idea of being covered in the blood of Christ, that's something that, you know, it's like, how do I relate to that? How do I feel that when I'm having a panic attack? Um, and so that was what led me to use Red Conte. Um, the idea of being clothed in white, clothed in righteousness, what does that look like um, when I feel like I don't want to be in my body and I don't want to be in my skin? Um, so that's why I have my, my hand clutching a, a white sheet. Um, and then the idea of being made in the image of a Trinitarian God and feeling like there's multiple components to myself and how do I exist in harmony with those? And so the triadic structure of the figures is, is kind of how I landed there. Um, so that's, that's kind of the thought behind it and how I landed there. But I, st I honestly still feel like I'm being shepherded into the phrase, peace be still. It's not something that feels resolved for me by any means. Um, but yeah, that's where I landed. Thanks so much, Eden. Kristen, welcome. Hi, <laughs> Glad you're here. Um, would you share a little bit about yourself and your piece as well? Yeah, sure. Um, Hi, I'm Kristen. Uh, I also graduated from Biola like about like five, six years ago now. Um, and, uh, and so it's been really kind of, a lot has happened since then uh, in the past few years. Um, and so I mainly work with uh, acrylic paintings um, and I mainly focus on figure paintings. So mine is in the back corner by the window uh, on the unstretched canvas. And so I've been doing like a lot of, like this is part of a larger series I've, I've been doing for the past like couple of years. Um, and they're all focused on my friends. Uh, that's something I did a lot when I was at Biola, uh, was I just painted my friends all, all of the time. Uh, and, you know, and then quarantine hit and I was like, oh no, I'm not around my friends anymore. What do I do? <laughs> and who, who, who do I paint? What's my subject matter? Who am I inspired by? Um, so that was, you know, really tough time to figure out what to do because I, I had just been accepted into the grad program at Otis. Uh, and so like right when COVID hit, right when quarantine happened. And so it was very much like very anxious time of like, is it worth it to go back to art school um, when it's all online, you know, when it's not in person, when it's so important to see work in person. And so it was really tough. And you now I don't have people to paint. So it's like, what do I do? It's a central crisis. Um, and then, you know, thankfully in like the next summer of 2021, 
things started to get a little bit better, you know, and so then, you know, as soon as I got my vaccine, I'm like, I'm going to, I'm going to see, I'm going to see my friends, I'm going on, on on a road trip, you know, I'm going to see as many people as I can, as like in a safe way. Um, and so that's where this painting came about. Was I want to kind of portray my friends in their homes, in the places that are really meaningful to them, uh, and to kind of just like to like catch up with them and to, you know, um, share our fears and anxieties and our, and our hopes and dreams. And, to, and, you know, those conversations really kind of went back into the, into the painting and I wanted to portray, you know, their fears and their joys and their comforts kind of in the work. Um, yeah, so it was kind of like, it was a very collaborative process because it was like, okay, how do you want to be perceived? You know, and it was very just like, oh, I want this in the painting, I want the chessboard, I want, you know, my cat in, in the painting. I'm like, yeah, cool. So um, it was really kind of meaningful to be able to work with these people in that way. And I, I hadn't seen them for like seven years, so it was very, just this very like, uh, I like what you said about presence. You know, it was very much about being present with them and sitting in our anxiety of what's going on, um, sitting in, but also like being very hopeful and like talking about, you know, where we want to travel in the future, like what we want to do. And so it was very much like give and take. Um, and I wanted to show both of those dualities. Um, you know, and that's uh, very much what I try to show in my work. <clears throat> is, you know, showing this kind of very comforting domestic space um, that's kind of warm and welcoming and has these like warm, warm colors and like, you know, hand-me-down furniture and that's very cozy. Um, but there's always something wrong about it. There's always something kind of ominous and there's always something about to happen that you don't really know what it is, but it's like, like there's always like a glass on the edge of the table or a glass on the computer and you're like, what? what's going on? It's a little <laughs> bit off. Um, and then I focus on having the figures and the painting, like they're kind of unaware of what's happening. Like the, you know, the curtain is on fire. Like it's, it's catching on fire from the candle. But no one in the painting seems aware of that or you know, either they're not aware or they don't care. And so it's this kind of like, I'm trying to gauge, that's part of their anxiety. And not just theirs, but I'm also looking at kind of our generation as a whole. Um, you know, because the more I talk to more of my friends, then we're all, you know, um, millennials, Gen, Gen Z, um, you know, we all share a lot of the same fears. So it's also kind of trying to portray that as well, like my friends' personal experiences, but then also our kind of wider experience as a whole generation um, of this kind of like apathy that can be so prevalent. Um, you know, like I, I hear all the time of like, it's so hard to care anymore when we've had so much, you know, trauma over the past few years. It's like. Like, yeah, I've heard a lot of people that it's, it's hard for them to care. 
And so I kind of wanted to you know, show that and to have that, like, you know, there's a lot of joy to be found in our things and our homes, but there's also a lot of pain that's there as well. So I just wanted to, like, show both of those. And, um, yeah. Thank you so much. Can we um, collectively give the artists a round of applause? Okay. I'm really appreciative of each of you and your perspectives that you shared. Um, I hope all of you guys learned a little bit uh, from them and will take the time to view their pieces once again in light of some of the things that they've been saying. Um, this is part of why we wanted to do this is to not just have the, the occasion for viewing the art and welcome everybody in and have the space to do it, but also to begin more of a public conversation on this theme of what does it mean to experience peace in the midst of anxiety that many people are experiencing as an epidemic, whether it's chronic or clinical, um, we all kind of feel it in some way. And so if you can gain something from tonight and you would like to speak to some of the artists, um, it's cool to hear the artists speak about their work because it imbues it with new meaning and we know that God as an artist is also always speaking. Uh, and so I hope that we're listening tonight as well. Um, if you don't already have one of the cards um, with the show information on it, they're all around the room tonight. Uh, you can scan the QR code and it goes to a landing page that has a lot more information about the art, the reception, and also more events uh, and programming that's going to be happening here at Upside Down to continue this conversation over the next couple months as the show is going to be on view. So thank you all for coming. I hope you had a great evening and enjoy. One more round of applause for the artists. Have a great night. Hey everyone, this is Isaac. I hope you enjoyed that episode. We also have some resources on our website at Upside Down that are connected to the art show we have on the walls right now called Peace Be Still. One of the things is called the Anxiety Starter Pack, which is not meant to induce anxiety, but rather give you some tools for how to grapple with it. There are some articles, there are some podcasts, and some upcoming events that we've got going on that we'd love for you to be a part of. As always, if you want to get in touch with us, you can write to us at hello at upsidedown.com. You can follow us on social media, or you can just visit us at the cafe and talk to your friendly local neighborhood barista. Have a great day.